0: Welcome, everyone, to the Variety Show Without a Clue. Guests from all over the world come from all walks of life and all careers to come on and tell us about themselves and give us a little bit of their insight. So grab a seat, relax, and listen, because this is The Leo Effects. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode. Today, I'm joined by a filmmaker from Texas, a place that is near and dear to my heart, as that's where my wife's family is from. I'm joined by the great Brian Elder. How are you doing today, Brian?
1: Good, Ray. How are you doing?
0: I am doing just fine. A little tired, but just fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, but you you know, you're talking about uh, Texas and everything. Like, usually it's pretty warm out here. Today, we are going through a cold front or something. Like, it went from being in the hundreds yesterday down to like 40 today, and I don't know what. What's wow going on? it's
0: crazy you know you know last year uh i i'm from new york and last year my wife's family down there they they live way over almost on new mexico border they got more snow than we did in new york
1: oh my goodness that's crazy
0: yeah that's yeah that crazy. was wild
1: <laughs> well, we don't We don't normally get to, I mean, New Mexico, I could see getting a little bit of snow. They have more of the the mountains down there and then have, uh, so I think it gets a little bit colder in New Mexico than it does here, but, but yeah, I mean, well, I don't know about South New Mexico, but like an Albuquerque area and things like that. But like, it's funny because I'm from Virginia, so I grew up with the snow and all that stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. the East coast with you guys on, uh, in in New York and everything. And so like, um, I'm always, when I first got here, I've been out seven years in Texas and I, I, usually, I, I tease my, my family and stuff because it stays warm most of the time throughout the throughout the whole year i mean it gets a little bit cooler during the winter time but nothing like where you know you are or where i was from virginia and stuff so i remember this particular year i was i was messing with my mom and uh, she called me to see how i was doing stuff and they're all still in virginia and everything and and so I, i was telling her i was like you know yeah i was like it's you know it's and i think it was around christmas time or something like that it was it was december or january somewhere around there and and i told her i was like i was like what's the weather over there like and she goes, she's like, oh, it's about like 20, 30 degrees. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay. So not like 80 degrees like it is here or whatever or something. I you know, like messing with <laughs> over there. Yeah. And then, oddly enough, I don't remember if it was the same year. It, I, it had been like the same year probably like maybe a month later or something. Um, but we got a cold front that came through here. And it was, for some reason, it was warmer over there. It was like in the 60s or 70s. And it was like 30s here. So she had to oh. call me and she'd be like, and she was like, What's the weather
0: there? And I was like thirty. She's like, oh, it's like sixty or seventy years. I was like, oh, touche, you got me. Gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh man. Well, before we get uh all crazy into this and and uh, get too far too far removed from this, I w- I want to ask you the question I ask everybody when they first come on. Can you let the listeners know, like, what your what you've done? What what you here for?
1: So um, so basically, I'm a me personally. I have a, I have a film uh, partner as well, John Hall. He couldn't be here tonight um, on the interview. He was he was scheduled, but uh, something came up last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do a lot of projects together too, and we uh, we're really good friends. Um, and so uh, me personally, I'm uh, I'm an actor. I'm a writer. I'm a director. Uh, I'm a producer as well. Um, in different projects, um, some of them the same projects, and John is also an actor uh, he's a he's a producer and uh, he does some writing as well. He's a doctor and he's also got some um, he's a author and he's also a musician and we both come from a musical background we're both musicians and stuff. so but the reason we're here today is because we both have a TV show that we're working on uh, pitching next month, and we've got four episodes. It's called Death and Compromise we Uh, Went through the whole production process. We've got um, everything went through post-production. It's all completed. And we're actually having our screening uh, for the entire season tomorrow night, one night only, and we sold out. Within just hours, we sold out a theater. And um, so we're doing that tomorrow night. And then uh, next month, uh, we're going to be going out to uh, California with some meetings. And we're going to be pitching the show to different networks and platforms and see where where we can place that.
0: Wow. That's crazy. Like blows my mind. What what's the what's the show about? What's the you know, i d I don't want you to give away details because obviously people gotta watch it for those, but what's the yeah. generalized idea here?
1: So the show is called Death and Compromise. Uh you can definitely find it on Facebook. Um so I, I encourage everybody to get on there and follow us. Um, you know, check it out because we do make um uh, make posts about it and everything. And once in a while we drop, um, we might drop a clip or something here and there. We have some that you can probably go on and see, but um, the show is, it's a Western, but it's not your typical Western. It's basically, it's um, it's, it's got a whole bunch of genres in it. So when, when I say Western, I'm saying it very loosely, even though it's in the 1850s is when it's set um, it's more of an adventure Western and has uh, comedy and action. Um, and so it's got a little bit of everything for everybody. Um, and so it's, uh, based in the 1850s, it's on two fictional characters, Luke Young, who I play, Lemuel Sinclair, who John plays. And, um, it's, um, we pretty much, I'm trying to run around, not giving any spoilers yeah. away. <laughs>
0: um,
1: we, uh, we basically, uh, we take the viewers on a, on a adventure through being chased, um, and tracked down from a crooked deputy who is got the town and the sheriff now on us as well. Um, but there's more with that because then we go to a, um, a saloon, we end up, uh, meeting two uh, two women who are looking for, um, freedom of their own. So they force us pretty much to take them, uh, with us on, oh. on this adventures. Yeah. So they come with us and, um, and this, it just the whole thing just goes you know, on a, just a long adventure um, on what happens with them. Um, I can't say how it starts because – and I really want to say how it starts, but I can't because then it gives away too much. But, um, you know, there's, there's a lot just involved in it, a lot of plots, a lot of twists, a lot of story. Um, I mean, there's a lot going on in it, and it's just – you will laugh when you watch it because there's a lot of funny parts. You'll uh, – I mean – You'll be surprised at certain things that happen. Um and the and the last episode of season one will leave you, I mean, like crazy wanting more. It's just it's uh it leaves on a really, really major cliffhanger. And um it's just yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. The the cliffhanger, everyone's gonna be like, Oh my gosh, what's happening? <laughs> um <laughs> but uh you know, but I mean that's the whole point. It's what we did it for. And then uh but it's just yeah it just takes you on a just a really long adventure on you know on those two characters and then uh, as well as you know the two girls that ride with us and then um i can't say too much more but like yeah it's just it's a big adventure it takes you on and a lot of different uh, genres mixed into this one
0: That's cool. That sounds like a really good time. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah
1: and it's you know it's different than than most uh most Westerns you see, you know, it's not really like, um, and the only reason I have to classify it as a Western too, is just because it is, you know, um, I mean, it's set in the 1850s and we do, uh, we are wearing like the Victorian style uh, clothing and things like that. And, and, you know, we have the horses we have, you know, guns and all that sort of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's, uh, I try to explain to people until you, I mean, once you see it, you'll understand, but it's more than a Western.
0: Okay. And,
1: uh, yeah, and it's just, it's so different than anything else out there. I mean, it, it literally is different, like um, just how it how it molds together. It's just it's I don't know. It's a, it's a different type of series, and I'm I'm really excited, and I know John is really excited about getting this out to everybody to see it. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, that's that's great. I mean, it sounds just absolutely amazing. Like something that is just gonna that's gonna get everybody involved. You know, like you said, it's a little bit of everything, so you can't go wrong, right yeah,
1: yeah, definitely not so um and if we if and if we do then uh we apologize
0: <laughs> <laughs> well uh somebody once said on one of my uh one of my shows something to the effect of uh there's no such thing as a good or a bad movie. there's only a movie I do or don't like
1: oh yeah that's that's a good point. <laughs>
0: So, because that you know the the same same stuff that you might like, I might not, and vice versa. You never know. That doesn't make them bad necessarily. Just that we have different taste. So, um, yeah. But I kind of right. want to. I want to delve into like who you are a little bit. Like uh, you know, we we heard just sh- about your show, which is just amazing. I can't wait to see that. But I want to know more about you, the the man under the hat. <laughs> so, okay, what? Okay. You you said that you came from you know uh, Virginia and a musical background and things like that. But what was it that drew you to becoming an actor or becoming a director, things like that?
1: Oh man, um, so I basically fell into it. And, uh, at a, you know, I, at a different point in my life, um, about seven or eight years ago, I fell into it. And I mean, i come from a musical background where that's all I wanted to do. Like I grew up playing music. Um, you know, I was a singer and a songwriter and I play guitar and I, I'd, I'd been in bands before and, um, I signed to a independent, small independent label. I mean, did a bunch of shows. We opened for nationals and things like that. And that was just like my dream, and my goal for my, my career was, was, you know, was music. I mean, I didn't think of anything else. It just like everything I did was music. You know, my dreams were about music. I mean, it was just, it was crazy, but like, and I never thought that I would ever find another, uh, my like career or type passion that I was just as passionate about because that was just what I wanted to do. And then one day I had gotten a phone call, um, And uh, I guess I had went down at some point and did some sort of commercial audition or something. I don't know exactly how all that panned out. And um, I got in a phone call and at the time I had really long hair and um, I had just stopped playing music at that point or or didn't do it as much. I had just gotten released from the label probably a year or two prior than that or something, somewhere around there. And I just, at that point was taking a break and stuff from it. And um they wanted me to come down and, and try out for, um, or to be a background for this film called, uh, to happen to hold that they were doing in Jamestown. Okay. And, you know, because of the long hair, they wanted me as, as a background, you know, cause 1600s and all that stuff. So I was like, sure. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. So I went down there and, I uh, tried on the, on the clothing and, you know, got fitted for the, for the show and for the movie. And, and I did that. I spent like a week on that film wow. and here's where it, it quit you know um yeah and i was just background in it but i mean here's what where the, it really caught my attention uh from that film i um i was i heard about lincoln lincoln being done the uh, spielberg film that, that he did for on lincoln right um and that was uh, yeah and that was shot in petersburg and richmond and all that and so i heard about that through people that i met on set and they were like you should go try out for it and uh, and that sort of stuff and try to get in being on that set and I was like yeah yeah I'll, I'll go do that and stuff so I went and you know I, I enjoyed being on that set for those five days and then I was like you know what I was like yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it so I went over there Um and at first um they weren't gonna use me because mm. they said that you know they can't use me because uh, I had you know I had earring holes Um I mean just regular ones something wasn't anything big now I don't wear any at all but like I was a musician at the time so I had them
0: and yeah <laughs> Um
1: I had a couple of, yeah I mean, you got to have those when you're playing. You yeah,
0: know. I mean, you got to have but, the um, look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right, yeah. And so, uh, you know, and I had a couple tattoos. And so um, they were like, you know, Spielberg wanted authenticity and stuff in this in this particular film. They'd want to be covering up tattoos and putting earwax, you know, and I meant earwax, uh, waxing your, your ear holes
0: uh-huh. where you have
1: your uh, earrings and stuff. And that's how they cover those up. So oh, I, wow. I learned that. So Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, they take pieces like some sort of wax or whatever, and they just, you know, rub it right over top of the holes, and you can't even tell that you had any hearing hearing holes.
0: Wow. So, okay, um, that's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's some knowledge there for that <laughs> that yeah. I learned. But um, so, so I, I didn't get the role, and then I was about to move to New Orleans because I was like, well, you know what, I'm gonna, you know, try to do do that or whatever, go out there and see how that is, and. I ended up getting booked on that film. They called me back. They're like, you know what? We're going to, we're going to bring you in. We're going to use you. And I was like, awesome. So they covered my tattoos, a lot of stuff. So I worked on that set and I did, I worked on that set for two or three weeks. And that was a turning point for me. That was like where I was like, oh my gosh, I love doing this stuff so much. I mean, getting in the costume and, you know, uh, I don't know. It was just, I don't know what it was for me, but it was just getting in that costume and uh you know the confederate soldier costumes and stuff and then they gave us uh musket training where we got to um do like stunt fighting and learn how to uh (laughs) to fight with the muskets and um things like that (laughs) yeah it was just it was so much fun and like that's where i fell in love with it and i i tell people like these days and people ask me they're like you know so what do you like to do with film you know as far as acting goes and i'm like my favorite thing to do as an actor is character acting that's my favorite thing to do is character acting I mean I like every part of acting I like mm-hmm. being just a a person in a scene or whatever it is but that's my favorite thing if I have to choose make me a character you know I mean like I want to be you know I like you know the you know the costumes and the uh you know uh, changing my look you know doing something different either growing my, my beard out or shaving it or growing my hair out or or cutting it or you know making my hair greasy whatever it is like i like the character stuff like if i could play you know indiana jones or edward scissorhands or like uh captain jack sparrow or you know han solo or you know like those characters that's my favorite thing to do and i think it comes from you know on being on that set and that's where i i fell in love with acting i think i think it comes from that like i love character acting so much yeah Um, so that's yeah, that's how I got into it, and I just didn't stop from there. And then I got an agent, and I got my first uh, speaking role on, on TV, and then I uh, just kind of went from there, and then I eventually moved out here.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. What What made you move out there? What was it that drew you to Texas? Was it a job or something?
1: No, no. I, actually, um, I I had no desire to live in Texas, and because um, I'd, I'd never been in Texas before, the only time I'd been out here is one time. And I went through the panhandle um, on my way to LA and it was uh, nothing but like desert and all that stuff that I saw on the interstate that I was on throughout the panhandle. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know nothing about Austin. And um, I, so, I mean, my perception as a lot of people from my, when I, when I talk to people, a lot of people's perception of Texas is, you know, flat land and, desert and, you know, and I don't know why that is, but I never knew so I came out here. So it wasn't even on the map. And I was getting ready to move to either, uh, New York, LA, Atlanta, New Orleans, or Nashville. Those are the five places I was looking into moving Okay. and, um, I had decided on New Orleans and so I was about to move to New Orleans and every time I got ready to move to New Orleans, I kept getting booked. I got booked on on a show where I had to a TV show and I had to go up to West Virginia for a couple of days and film up there'cause we need uh we needed snow and and mountains and then uh and then I came back and then I was getting ready to move again and then I got booked on uh something else for a couple of days and then and just every time I got ready to you know to make that move it was uh you know it was just something stopping me you know and then I had a friend that lived out here and I went to school with him. And he was telling me, he was like, "Dude, he's like, you got to come out here." He's like, "We have, you know, you have music. Uh, it's live music capital of the world. You know, if you're still doing that stuff, and then you have also have, uh, you know, film stuff going on here." Because at the time, seven years ago, Texas had a really good uh, film rebate, and mm-hmm. um, you know the incentives were really good.
0: Right. And yeah.
1: so, so the minute I decided, I was like, "You know what?" I was like, "I will come out here and I will check it out." I don't know if I'm going to stay or not, but I will try it and see what it's like out there.
0: <laughs> okay. And the minute I,
1: yeah. And the minute I said yes to that, you know, those doors opened and, and it was like, and I was like, wait a minute. I like, I look around like, am I getting booked on anything? Is there, is there something stopping me from going? And it nothing. And I was like, okay, I guess this is it. I'm going to go check it out. And I came out here and I was probably out here for like two or three weeks. And I called, <laughs> I called home and I was like, um, I'm going to be visiting, you guys uh once or twice a year because I, I live out here now
0: <laughs> this place is so <laughs> awesome I, just,
1: I never left you know so whenever i tell people like i moved here like to all the the natives that live here and stuff like because it's um i've been here seven years but like i always make a joke and tell people i'm like you know yeah i'm like i came here and i just never left i'm sorry
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> that's uh, awesome <laughs> but it's
1: a great place yeah I, this is an awesome place if you've I don't know where your your wife's family is, but Austin is amazing. We've got rolling hills, we've got lakes, we've got I mean it's just beautiful here and the people are nice. It's a really good community, uh, very artsy. I mean it's just it's an awesome 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 place.
0: Cool. Well, maybe Austin is uh a, a, the place we'll look at moving to next. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you should definitely check it out. Where, where's your wife's family at in
0: Texas? Um, she is actually from a very, very tiny town, um, over by the New Mexico border called Mule Shoe.
1: Okay, okay. Is that closer to El Paso, I'm,
0: I'm guessing? Um, it's, the- it's by, uh, near Clovis. I, I don't know where that is, <laughs> but, uh. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I yeah. only know where Clovis is because there's an Air Force base there, and my wife's family is near that. That's about all I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so.
1: that's, that's one I haven't heard of. <laughs> so.
0: Well, learning now you're learning something new. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so you said that you moved out there because nothing was holding you back in Virginia anymore. And you, you know, broke out and you, you told us the story, your your origin story, for lack of any other term. So I got to ask this question. You've done a little bit of everything. You've dabbled in all the different paints. What do you like to do the best? I mean, you you definitely sound like you like the acting part, especially the character acting best. But maybe you like directing best. I don't know. Um.
1: Yeah, I know. So... I, um, the three things I like the most, um, and they're for different reasons. Like I love acting, directing, and writing. If I had to choose top three things, cause I also, I, I, I do things as well as like I've done TA and AD work and things like that. And then oh, producing as okay. well. Holy cow. My favorite thing. Yeah, and I do ed- I do film editing. Actually, I was editing before you called me. i had to edit a, a music video for someone, so I, I do editing as well. But my favorite things are uh, I, I try to learn as much as I can about it because then you become a commodity and you uh, you can do different things. So whenever someone's like, "Oh, I've already got that taken care," of, I'm like, "Oh, but I do this too. Like, oh, well, I can use you for that." <laughs> that's, you know, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, that's that's great great philosophy.
1: So, yeah, well, it's just like you know, if you're a musician and you can play. You know, guitar, bass, drums, piano, and sing. Mm-hmm. Then you know, if somebody doesn't need a guitar player, but they're like, oh, I don't need a guitar player. Sorry, I only I need a bass player. You're like, oh, I play bass too. Or like, oh, I don't need a bass player. I need a drummer. Well, then you're like, oh, I play drums too. Or like, okay, I can. You know, I mean, you you can get used more to do. Uh, you know, you have more jobs,
0: right? More yeah. abilities.
1: So try to learn as much as I can. But um, but yeah. So and so that's so all you listeners out there, that is the thing is do learn as much as you can because that this is the thing is like you know not only are you you're more knowledgeable about it you know if it's something you're passionate about but you also can get more work and you can you know you're just a commodity you can do more things and so I highly recommend learning as much as you can about whatever it is you're passionate about but, um, but yeah so those three things are my three my three favorites acting directing and writing um, if I had to choose one it would be acting and um, I like directing because I like telling a story and, um, as you tell by my long stories, I tell you
0: from your questions. <laughs> but, <laughs> I uh, think they are perfectly appropriate.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but I, I like telling stories. I'm, I'm am I'm a storyteller. I'm a, you know, and that probably comes from the writing music and stuff. Cause essentially music is our song is a, is a story of some sort, unless you're writing a political song or, you know, or whatever, it's some form of storytelling. And, uh, so I like storytelling and, um, uh, and that's where I, I like the writing part of it and I like the directing part of it. And I like working with other actors. So, um, not only, you know, feeding off them as an actor, you know, I get to, um, to direct them and, and make a vision of something come off the paper. And so I like them for all different reasons. Um, you know, acting, you tell us, you, you tell a story, but you also, you're more, so you're a kind of a prop in the story. right? Um, you know, Directing, you get to show the visual of the story and create something that's compelling and that's adventurous or something that, you know, uh, or something comedic or something scary or whatever it is you're doing. You get to tell that story visually writing. You get to put that on paper and so people can read that and go, oh, I want to make this. or or whatever, you know, or, or who is this really interesting, you know, for the ones that read, you know, it it would rather read like a book or something. Um, it, you know, it's even though it's not a book you're the screenplay, you're still, you're still getting that story out of it, you know, just by reading it and everything. So I don't know, for all different reasons, I like those three the most.
0: Cool. There ain't nothing wrong with that. (laughs) When, When you first got into doing all this, um, you know, and you, you were doing music and, first starting out and everything, did you have a, a lot of support from your family did, or was it just kind of a, Oh, you're crazy. You'll be back.
1: <laughs> when I, when I left for Texas. Yeah. Or when
0: I started doing, all-
1: um, okay. So when, um, so yeah, when I left for Texas, um, my family did think I was coming back.
0: They, they really <laughs> okay. they
1: thought I was coming back. Um, and not for the lack of support. Um, it was just, you know, I, I grew up in to Virginia and uh my whole family grew up in Virginia basically, you know, besides, you know, I mean my my siblings and stuff. Um, so that's what we knew. You know, we knew Virginia. We never lived anywhere else. Uh my mom and dad didn't all of that stuff, of course, but we never did. My mom came from LA. Um, she was raised born and raised over twenty some years. But
0: Wow, okay. So that,
1: that was home for us, yeah. Um, but that was kind of home for us was Virginia. So, I mean, i had been all over the United States. I'd travel and spend a week here, or a week there, you know, and of course, you know, playing music, you go to different States and play as well. And, and stuff like that when you're, um, you know, going to Maryland or Florida or Missouri, Michigan, wherever you're going to play. So I've seen a bunch of those States and everything, but I've never lived in another state. And I think they just kind of, and, and my family's close. So I think they just kind of, and I think it was more my sister. I think wow. she kind of, she kind of thought, you know, um, you know, oh yeah, yeah, you're gonna go out there, but you're gonna, yeah, yeah, you're gonna come back. You know, I mean, this is where your family is. You're coming back here. You know,
0: I right, mean, right, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, because we all lived close together for our entire life, and um, so when I never came back and was like, you know, like uh, like months later, she's like, okay, I guess you're staying out there, you know. But like, uh, so now it's a thing that you know they all, you know, um, they're they're all very supportive. And they always. My mom's always been 110 percent supportive. Everything I've ever done, uh, everything any of us have ever done, she's always been supportive of do whatever it is that you love to do. I will support you in any way I can. You know, um, you know. I mean, she's just she's she's the greatest mom in the world, and I'm sure everybody says that about their mom because you know, I mean, you know, mom is mom is mom. So right, yeah. Uh, but she's, you know, she's she's great. Um, she was always. Uh, and she was always good to all of her friends, too. She would, you know, if nobody had somewhere to go for Thanksgiving, she'd be like, oh, bring them over here. There's you know, <laughs> enough for everybody, you know. Nobody's yeah. got somewhere to go. For them. Bring them over here. They're they're spending Christmas with us. You know, my mom was like just – she's the she's the greatest. And uh, But she was always supportive. Like, you know, she actually – funny story. She actually um, – when I was like eight or nine years old, and I don't know where this came from or how this flipped, but I used to be – I actually used to be really – um really shy like stage fright or whatever or whatever you want to call it um and so and then that changed somehow but like now I mean I have no stage fright whatsoever I'm getting in front <laughs> of like 10,000 people on play, and play and I'd rather do that than play in front of two people but
0: um, wow okay <laughs> growing up,
1: I was like yeah when I was when I was like nine and she took me uh, to star Do you remember, uh, was it starstruck? I think it was, there was, uh,
0: star, star search. search, star, star search. search. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm dating myself a little bit here, but like when she took <laughs> me to star search, sign me up for that at like nine years old, because be, just because, you know, she knew that I wanted to do that. Um, and so she signed me up as a singer and they were coming to Richmond. She took me out there. And of course I got up there and, uh, you know, and, and it's just in front of like, you know, the the behind the scene judges before you even get anywhere further. Right. And uh, I got up there and I just like, froze. Oh, <laughs> and I no. Do, and I didn't sing or nothing. I was just like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> and so, like, you know, I didn't do it, but that's how supportive she was. She was just like, well, you know, if you want to do this, she's like, yeah, I will take. She did that on her own. Like, was, hey, if you want to do this, I will take you up there and I will. I would do that. And she bought me my first guitar and, uh, you know, I mean, she, she would brag to all of her friends whenever, you know, I actually got good at what I was doing before I, before I sucked, of course, as I was learning, (laughs) (laughs) you know, once, once I got to where I was decent and good, then she'd brag to all of her friends and be like, you know, yeah, you know, uh, you gotta hear my son play. He's, he's really good. He's got a good voice and that sort of thing. And so she was just, she was, uh, she was awesome growing up. I couldn't have asked for a uh, better support uh, system and everything, and um, but I do remember a piece of advice my brother gave me at one point. He uh, that kind of, you know, he was supportive, and he got you know way more supportive once I started doing bigger things. Uh-huh. Um, but like he was uh, at the time uh, when I was younger and stuff, and um, I had uh, like when I was in high school, I had like a part-time job, and I was doing music and everything, and I was playing a whole bunch of shows at the time, just like you know a little little bars or clubs and all that sort of thing. And, and, uh, and I, and I, every time I would say, you know, this is my, this is my job, this is my career. My brother would be like, um, are you getting paid for playing those shows? And I'm like, no, I'm just playing it because I love doing it. And it gets me more exposure and it gets me out there. And he's like, it's not a job unless you're getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like,
0: wow. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's awesome. You know, so,
1: yeah. So I remember the first time I I got a paying job as a musician and stuff, and I was like, uh, and then then when I signed to the label for uh, two years, independent label, I was getting paid through them to to play or to do that and everything. I was like, guess what, big bro, I'm getting paid now.
0: <laughs> I'm a musician. <laughs> Who's making <laughs> this that? This is my paper. job now.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, but my family was very supportive.
0: That's very, very great. Supportive. That's perfect. So, um, you know, we've uh, reached the end of the show, unfortunately. We're actually a little over, but that's okay. Because at this last part of the show, I would like you to just kind of reiterate where people can go to find more about you or see the stuff that you've done keep an eye on things that are coming out. You kind of touched on it in the beginning. I just want everybody to hear it one last time before we sign off. That way it's fresh in their minds and they go do it.
1: Yeah. Um, so death and compromise is the show that John and I have. Um, so I definitely, I recommend checking that out. You can check it out on Facebook, uh, either search that it's death and spelled out and compromise. Um, you can find it on IMDb. Uh, which is an International Movie Database. Um, you can also um, find uh, Elder Films on Facebook. You can find uh, John Hall and Brian Elder, Brian with an I. Uh, we can find us both on Facebook. Um, I have an acting page on Facebook. We both have personal pages on Facebook, and so we we post on there about stuff about the show. Um, and Instagram, we both have Instagram uh, handles as well. Um, so, I mean, that's the, that's the best place is IMDb. Um, you can find us both on there as well. Um, Facebook for Death and Compromise. Instagram for both of us. And uh, we both have a Facebook page, and we post and share all the time.
0: Nice. Perfect. Well done, sir. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so I just want to finish things up by saying thank you very much for coming on and telling me those stories. I, I feel like those were... You know, very personal stories. You, I really got to know you a little bit better, um, and it's just nice having you on. You're well well spoken, dude, and you're pretty dang interesting, if I don't say so myself.
1: Thank you. I, I appreciate it, Ray, so much. Thank you for having me. I I enjoy um, enjoy the time talking and everything. So I really, really appreciate it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you can definitely tell, you know, after seven years out there, you don't have your uh, Virginia accent anymore, and you can definitely tell a story (laughs) like a Texan. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a native Texan, for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so, again, thank you very much. And thank you, listeners, for checking us out and uh, listening to our ranting and raving and storytelling from the weather to... Moving on out and telling stories like a Texan. So, stick around, check out the next episode, and we will see you later. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, this is Ray. Thank you for listening. It's because of listeners like you that I'm able to keep this show going. For more of my shenanigans, check out Realm of the Mist Entertainment, where I'm co host to Breaking the Fourth Wall, War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast, Lemmy Stormkiller on Four Corners of Hell, and finally, chronicler on Chronicles of the Lost Realm. You can also find me at Shattered Dungeons on YouTube playing an awesome game called Shattered Dawn. For contact information or to be on the show, check out the leofx.wixsite.com slash podcast today.